Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, no Fourier today. It's just uh, Ordway and Merloni. We'll get back to talking a little bit uh, about baseball. We want to get into talking a little bit uh, of uh, basketball right now. Joining us live on the phone line is Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics. Isaiah, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? How was that broadcasting gig, man? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a retire and try to do that. Screw you. Stay out of the business. <laughs> Stay out of the business. We don't need more of you ex-athletes joining this business. Damn it. Especially the shorter side. God, yeah, yeah exactly. Me, Come on. All right, I got to ask you, uh, first of all, you invited to the, uh, the Kevin Durant meeting, the Celtics-Kevin Durant meeting. You in on the meeting? Um, I, I don't know. I'm 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 gonna call Danny today and see what he needs me to do. But if that's what he wants me to do, then I'm I'll be there. All right, Monday in the Hamptons. You you available? Um, I'm available to go. I've never been to the Hamptons. So really? I, I, uh, you'll enjoy it. A lot of like to go. yeah, a lot of rich people, and you know. What about uh, Isaiah? What about draft night? I think your tweet was uh, what was it about to get real? Um, were you hearing some things? You just overall your reaction, I think, of draft night and your thoughts on Jalen Brown. Um, I need a talented basketball player, somebody that I think will help us. Um, I know Danny and, and the guys in the front office have done their background check on all the guys that they worked out. So I guess they thought that was the best fit for 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 us as a team. Um, um, I'm, I got all faith in in the front office and the separate organization at any age and what they're doing because they've been through it. That's their job. And they know the ins and outs of the draft, the free agency, and all those types of things. My job is just to go out there and play. But um, I'm excited. Um, Hopefully Jalen Brown is is ready to contribute and ready to get to work. I'm excited about the future, and hopefully we can can get a a few free agents this summer and then build on what we have here. When you tweeted out, it's getting real. Did you anticipate a trade? Um, no, I just I just had tweeted that at that time. I, I don't know anything just about it. <laughs> just a just a wild tweet. All right, so you know the you know the crew that's coming in with KD, um, his present team, pretty damn good. Um, Golden State, uh, even even a little bit better. Um, and you know the other teams that are involved. What what would be your selling point? You obviously have been out there. And have been pretty public about I'm willi- shoes. Yeah, yeah. I'm willing to go out there and try to help and bring guys here to Boston. What is your selling point? Forty-eight wins, a loss in the first round of the playoffs. How do you sell them? Um, Forty-eight wins with, without a so-called superstar. I guess they say uh, with, in the best city in in the NBA, best fans in the NBA, the the history of of Boston is self-explanatory um, as. As you may have read in my, uh, I wrote a, a story in the Players Tribune about Boston and about how I felt about Boston. And that I didn't think it would break like it did, but that was just truly how I felt. So if I am in that meeting on Saturday or whatever day it is, or I'm able to talk to Kevin Durant face to face, I would just 
be as real as I possibly can and tell them how I feel about Boston, how I felt about Boston before I got here and the feelings that I have now. And, and that's all you can, you can really do. I mean, in this, in this predicament, in this situation, everybody's going to try to sell him the world or sell any free agent the world. And I, and my job is just as a player to keep it as real as possible and just try to get him to a great city and a great situation and, and try to get him to Boston where, with him or with any other superstar, we can get a step closer to raising the 18th banner. Now, you, you kind of mentioned uh, you know, a team with without a so-called superstar. You're an all-star, and there's this guy that kind of fills in once in a while at this show. I mean, this station doesn't really work here all the time. His name is Gary Tangway. He's not too smart of an individual. Um, <laughs> he might have made some comments, but I mean, just in general, maybe it wasn't him. When you start hearing that you, know, that you were not a foundation player, it seemed yeah. to kind of uh, bother you. It does because I'm I'm never given my like nobody ever gives me my credit. There's always some excuse or some some reason to why I succeed when I do. I mean, and it, and it's sad to hear a guy like that, especially this this in Boston, to to talk about me and say I'm not a, a foundational player or whatever he might have said. And I I know he felt some type of way because at the end of the day he kept re re restating or retracting his statements and going back on what he said. It, you know, when somebody does that, they, they definitely don't feel the way that they felt when they said the comments. I just, I mean, it's self-explanatory. Numbers don't lie. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. And it just, it just tick, it ticks me off to, for people to continue to say stuff when all I've done is produce. And not to make this an individual thing because I'm definitely a team guy and I'm all about team. But when, when I've done my job, um, you should give me my credit. Because I don't go to your job and and, and say you you don't do what you're supposed to do each and every night. We do that. Uh, we we tell him that. Oh, he's awful we at his job. His, his so. that. But, but it, I mean, it is what it is. You're going to have those type of guys, and, and that's that's just. I mean, he got the backlash from all the the Celtics fans, so they they did the job that I wanted them to do. All right, let me let me ask you this then: What are you as a as a player, and is the game changed to the point now? where you don't have to be what they wanted you to be before. They were looking for the prototypical point guard before. I think that's all changed. The game is much different yeah. now, as you know. So the prototypical guy, you had to be the guy that was pass first, shoot second. All right? You're undersized. You're undersized. You know, that, that happens. I, I, I'm height-challenged uh, as well. They, we they are. Well, more, more than him. But what they do is, defensively, you would have difficulty looking at your height defending either one of those other guards. But is the game changed now to the point where everything is interchangeable? It used to be we got a one, we got a two, we got a three, we got a four, and we got a five. That's all out the window. We had an NBA Finals where two teams were out there playing with these tiny little lineups out there. Does this benefit you? It definitely does. I mean, the game the game is evolving, it's changing, and there's no prototypical point guard anymore other than Rondo. I mean, the guy that really passed first, the game has changed so much to where – if you're not a scoring guard or point guard, um, it's kind of hard for you to be out there. Because every one of every one of the top point guards are able to score any given time that they want to. And other than a guy like Roger Rondo, who is one of the best passers of all time, there's not too many of those guys out there. So I guess you could say it's working in my favor because, like you said, in the finals, their teams aren't even playing big guys anymore. They're going small as possible just because – that's the way the game of basketball is going. So it's definitely helping out in my favor, and and I'm loving it. 
guess you could say. All right, I did, I did read where you were trying to sell the city of Boston. You probably also have heard that Boston has never attracted a big-time free agent. Kevin Garnett was a trade, and they had to make a trade before that to get him here. I, I, I got to ask you about players. This is, as you know, in a historic franchise. They've won more championships than any other team. You look up at the banners every single night. You see their history. But do players really care about that? The guys who are playing the game right now with the money that's available in the game, there are players that are going to get $30, 35000000 million a year right now, Isaiah, to play a game, an NBA game. Do they really care about coming to Boston and say, oh, Bob Cousy played here, Larry Bird played here? Um, I think the, the big basketball heads, like the, the, the basketball junkies care about that. It's just I think the biggest thing might be the weather. That's the only thing I can, I can say that people aren't attracted to Boston for, but I think – uh, until you're here and you're 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 in it every day, you don't see how how great this organization is. You don't see how great this city is. You don't see how great the people around this city are. Like when I played for the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns, when I came to Boston, I knew about Boston. I knew about the history, but I was only in the city for one or two days, if that. So you don't really get to see what everybody else sees. But when I got traded here. Like I told people in the, in that letter in the players' room, it really changed my career, not just on the court but off the court. Like I've never been a part of an organization. I've never seen an organization that 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 runs their stuff like they do. I've never seen a sports town in a sports city that that all come together. No matter what sport it is, they're just diehard fans and so passionate about everything. Whether it be hockey, baseball, football, or basketball. It's just it's an unbelievable city. So until you're you're here and you can put on that jersey, you won't really, really experience the full culture of what the Celtics are about. You know, Isaiah, you watch the finals, you see some of those teams in the Western Conference, and and you know, not not to be a jerk, you just watch it and say that maybe this team isn't isn't as close as I thought, or they're far off. What would you say to like me or others that maybe think that of watching the finals and saying this Celtics team isn't as close as we thought? Um, is it as close as we thought? Well, to be at that level, you know, you just uh, it, it definitely we definitely have to take steps forward. We're not we're not as I mean, you said it right. We're not as close as maybe people thought, but we're there. I mean, we only need another another piece or two, and you can put us as a contender for a championship. And I I really mean that. And and I'm I'm saying a piece as in another superstar, another star, whatever you want to say. I think with how we play with the with with Brad Stevens as our, our coach and the other coaches on our coaching staff, we're built to 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 be better in the future. And I hopefully Danny Ainge and the guys in the front office can can land a big time free agent this year and and take us to that next step. I mentioned that uh, there's a lot of money that's going to flow to uh, the hands of NBA players in this offseason. I heard last night Della Vadova might find himself double-digit money. That's $10 million. Della Vadova. Oh, my God. $10 million a year. Uh, You're in the books. You're around here for the next couple years. You might be the cheapest bargain in the league right now. Is that going to piss? Is that you might be? Is that going to piss you off at all, or are you just willing to sit there and say, I'll wait my time. My time will be coming. I mean, it is definitely, you think about it, but at the same time, I can't do anything about it. So the only thing I can do is wait my time and be patient and know that time and put myself in the best position to, to earn that money, not just get it, just to earn that, those, that type of number. But you see it, I mean, around the league, especially with the money going up, it's going to be a lot of questionable contracts where you're like, man, this guy's making this much, but at the end of the day, I don't, 
I don't try to try to be in any other man's pockets, and, and I, I I'm all for everybody getting as much money as they possibly can. So, I mean, the more money other people get that I guess aren't as good or whatever you want to say, the more money I guess I will get some. Well, you, you're expanding your, your skill set, I see, because you did a little broadcasting. You've played a little bit of this basketball thing, and now you're going to be a good humor ice cream man. What? Uh, today. Yes. Yeah. That's good, I'm is it? To, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be all over. I'm trying to I'm trying to be all over. But, yeah, today I'm doing a, a good event with a partner a partner in good humor. Um, it's called the Welcome to the Joyhood Tour. They, they go around the United States passing out ice cream, and their first stop is in Boston, so I'll be out. From 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. at the at the Faneuil Hall over there by the Sam Adams statue, giving out free ice cream. So I hopefully I see all the Boston Celtics fans and everybody out there getting getting some free ice cream. So um, it, it should be a good event today, and I'm excited about the opportunity. By, by the way, there's a Red Auerbach statue over there too. You might want to visit, bring over one of the good yeah. humor ice cream. Uh, you're gonna get to drive the little ice cream truck because I that, that's gotta be probably you. I hope. It's on your bucket list, I'm sure, right? <laughs> I hope I could drive it today. That'd be good. That'd be a good look for you. It really would. And you know what? It would put a little bit of pressure on these other people to raise your, your money a little bit. Hey, it's great talking to you. Uh, good luck, and I hope, you good get, luck, Isaiah. I hope you're part of that meeting on, uh, on, uh, on Monday with uh, Katie. Right. That'd be interesting. All right, man. All right, thank you. See you later. Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics. We get to your baseball calls because I know you're pissed, and I know you're lined up. 617-779-7937. We will get into some of the things that Isaiah Thomas just talked about because they will have that meeting come Monday, and we'll get into where the Celtics go. Dwight Howard? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.